And welcome back to Tory Live. Now to our host, Tory Mitchell. Welcome to Tory Mitchell's show. Uh, we got 33-year-old Jamarius and his girlfriend Shakita. Now Jamarius says that his little baby two-year-old Davion, he is not the father. Ain't my baby. He says that him and his girlfriend Shakita were on a two-week break and that there was a possibility that Davion is not his. What brings you to the show today? Man, it, it's good to be on the show, Tari. I watch you every week, man. I'll tell you this much. We were we were on this break, man, and uh, I know for a fact, I know for a fact she was with another man, man, another two, three dudes, actually. So, uh, I know that baby ain't mine. I mean, look at it. It don't look nothing like me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jamaris, you know Davion is yours. You know he is yours. You know I ain't been with nobody but you. Tori, he don't want to tell you that I caught him last week at another girl's house. He been cheating on me this whole relationship. So, if anybody been stepping out, it's Jamarius. Man, it, it wasn't nothing like that. All I was doing was over there helping change the light bulb. You know, that's all it was. That's all it was. It was over there changing the light bulb. You know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. Well, we gave Jamarius a lie detector test, and we got the results of the paternity test in. Let's go to the lie detector first. We asked Jamarius, Jamarius, have you ever cheated on Shakita in your two years of, of relationship? You answered no. The lie detector de- test determined that was a lie. Oh, uh-uh. That ain't even true, man. That can't uh-huh. even be right. Uh-huh. Can't I knew you right. did it. I uh-huh. knew you did it. No, no, uh-huh. And I got, the, I got the results right here. Are you guys ready to find out the, the DNA results? Hey, my, hey, my, man. In the case of two-year-old Davion Jamarius, you are not the father. See, oh, I told you, I told you, I told you. Hi, I'm Micah. And I'm Chris. And this is the Donut Box Podcast. Man, ever since Thanksgiving, I I can't get enough of, uh, of Mari. That was pretty fun. That's how we spent our Thanksgiving, as you heard from our previous episode. But welcome to the Donut Box Podcast. Man, we uh, we into Season 3 now. How are we feeling? It's been great, man, and our numbers have been skyrocketing. It was a good Thanksgiving. We watched Mari, went fishing, played Liar's Dice, which is a fun game. And so it was a great Thanksgiving. Probably one of the best Thanksgivings I've ever had, if I do say so myself. It was very enjoyable. So Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we welcome you here. And, uh, Chris, where are some of the places uh, that we get frequented from that we need to shout out? Actually, we have a new listener in Phoenix, Arizona, so we want to shout them out. We want to shout out our people in Iowa, Nebraska, and the Midwest, Ohio, Canada, Texas, Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, Pennsylvania. Um, and then I also I mentioned Canada, but where else internationally are we got people listening from? All the way to Singapore. Australia has been a big one. We can't fail to mention over in Russia. We got all over the world, man. It's pretty pretty amazing. Man, Africa's starting to blow up on us. Uh, I'm, I'm telling you, it's it's great. And uh, we're, we're super excited, and we're just going to get it right into it. So, Chris, you ready to get into our first segment, which is our old-fashioned donut or story from our past? Yeah, let's do it. So this is what we're going to call, we're going to start a new series. You know, we've had uh, characters of the uh, boot corral. 
And uh, now we're going to have characters from church, I guess is the best way we're going to call it, huh? Yeah, characters from church. I don't know if we want to change the names to protect the – not change the names, but change the name of the church to protect the innocent. I don't know what we're going to change the name to, but, yeah, we could just call it uh, our former church for now until we figure that out. We'll call it uh, – we'll call it Few Hope. <laughs> well, it's kind of bleak for sure. <laughs> um... All right, uh, few hope. There you go. Uh, so we'll talk about this. <laughs> got me cracked up over here. <laughs> Why is it accurate too? That's the problem. Um, all right, so let's talk about the first character. So number one, we got to talk. I'm not gonna change the first name here. I'm not changing his name. Crazy his Jeremy. Name is too great. Oh yeah, Crazy Jeremy. This guy was a guy man i'm just telling you where, where do we start with him because he's uh we have to preface this this guy is a couple fries short of a happy meal like he is not all the way there but like just his um just imagine the weird kid at your school that thinks that he is like um good like he, he actually like thinks the weird rtc kid that's yeah. like um you know really he's really into anime like he thinks he's in the military, like like pseudo military. Like I don't know how exactly to describe it. You know what I mean? Like here, I'll describe it. Have you ever seen those stolen honor videos where people pretend that they were yeah, in the military yeah, and exactly. they like actually buy yeah. the uniforms? That's yeah, something him. like something like that. No, absolutely. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, he had like forged dog tags and said that he was a sniper in the Marines at one point, stuff like that. So you know. Crazy stuff like that, but um, man, when when we knew him, that was a little after we knew him. That's all thanks to social media. Uh, thank you, social media. You get to snoop around on people and see how uh, how they're doing nowadays. But anyways, Chris, what was some of your memories at? Uh, this is primarily in our youth group. Um, what 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 do you remember about him? That was pretty awesome. So we used to have these things. Um... I guess you would call them a lock-in, but it was like a spiritual retreat uh, where, you know, you would – you actually stayed at the church overnight. So, like, they had air mattresses and all that stuff for you, um, and you stayed there. You ate there, but, like, you were taking, like, you know, trying to get closer to Jesus, right, for the weekend. And so I don't know when it happened. I just remember that he was, like, playing around, and someone told him to, like, knock it off in his room. And, like, he wasn't knocking it off. He was kind of, like, egging on. And they were, like, horse, horse playing around. And uh, I just remember he got shoved into a wall. And he got shoved so hard into this wall that they made, like, a life-size hole in the wall. Like, that's how hard he got shoved into the wall. Um, and I just remember everybody kind of freaking out because there was this massive life-size person hole in the wall. And that's distinctly what I remember about him. But I remember, like, he would always come up to you and, like, talk to you about, like, the weirdest stuff, bro. Like, it was just, it wasn't even, like, I can deal with the conspiracy people, but it was just stuff that, like, didn't make sense. It was like, oh, yeah. It's like the people that are like, oh, yeah, I wrestled John Cena last week. And it's like, no, you didn't. Like, you would just come up with stories. And it's like, you did not wrestle John Cena. And he was like, yeah, I was there. I was at a WWE event and, uh. And I was sitting ringside, and John Cena saw me, and he wanted me to come wrestle him in the ring. And it's like, that never happened. <laughs> either either that or, you know, he would really try to talk himself up. Uh, I remember one time he walked up to me, and he goes, 
you know, I, I just came back from Thailand like six months ago. And you got to think, we, we see this dude like every week in youth group. So we keep, it's not like you keep track, but you you could tell when people are missing, right? Like you could tell this dude hasn't been missing. He goes, oh yeah, I just like came back from, I don't remember. It's like two or three weeks in Thailand. It's like, oh yeah. And this is one of these kind of dudes, like you could just tell right off the bat. This is the kind of guy you just kind of go along with, right? Like, you just like, yeah, how was Thailand? Yeah, sure. And he was just like, oh, it was great. He was just like, the women over there are great. There's just all these women, and all you have to do is buy them food, and and you can just go around with them and stuff. And you're just like, what are you talking about? Yeah, and then, like Micah said, we uh, saw his profile on Facebook, and he's still, like, pretending that he's, like, a Marine. I think he changed his picture to, uh, like, you know how there's the Reface app? I think he refaced himself as, like, Tom Hardy or something like that. And I'm just like, bro. And, like, the stuff he be posting, it's wild. It's like, oh, dude, a couple fries short of a Happy Meal. It's a, it's a little scary. It's a little scary. Um, you know, um, glad... I'll put it to you this way. Glad uh, we didn't get this way, but he still, like, people from that era, he still, like, will be putting all these posts out, and he'll be tagging all these people, and there will still be people he probably hasn't talked to for 12, 15 years that he'll tag in those things, and I'm, I'm glad I'm not one of those people. Yep, I'm glad I'm not either. Anyways, you ready to move to the next person? Yep, let's do so it. So this was one of our Sunday school teachers, and Chris thinks I have beef with him. I do a little bit, but... Um, <laughs> dude, you talk so much crap about him. Like every, like every time you talk about Mr. Ken, you just get so mad and you're like, yeah, that guy was full of crap. Like he was full of crap. And I'm like, dude, we were like in fourth grade. I'm sure he told us stuff that wasn't true. <laughs> Basically I had poked some holes in some stories of his. He was kind of a, he was kind of an outlandish guy. I'm not going to lie to you. So, and I think you what, you had to be in fifth grade, right? I think that's when you moved up is when you went from fifth grade. No, it was it was in fourth grade. I remember. It, it was, was in fourth grade? Yep. Oh, yeah, because I failed. That's right. Um, oh, yeah. Anyways, so um, what I remember about Mr. Kenneth is he was full of stories, just like this podcast. But he was full of stories. Like um, it was like every week. Tell me some. Tell me some things that you remember about Mr. Kenneth and his stories. I don't really remember too much about Mr. Kenneth. The only thing I remember is that we did a lesson about uh, Jesus washing the disciples' feet, and he washed all of our feet. And we actually he, washed our feet. We didn't yeah, wash each other's feet. One. He actually washed our feet. And so, like, I get the point that he was trying to make. But, like, that's the only thing I remember. And then I just remember him showing us that video about that guy that almost died while he was rock climbing. And that's all I remember. Yeah, that was a little... I remember that was a little traumatic. I went home thinking about that for a few weeks after that. Like, that was pretty... This dude fell, and he didn't have any, like, safety wire or anything. What was it, like, 80 feet down a ravine or something? And, like, broke his back. And this was especially scarring to me because... Just, like, a year or two before, I had broke my leg and had, you know, a big old cast up to here. So, like, I do it kind of that medical. And this dude was, like, in a full body cast and everything. I don't know. As a kid, I was like, oh, man. I, I really felt it. I felt it too hard. I don't know. I don't really remember too much uh, from Mr. Ken. The only other thing I remember is after I had my accident on the scooter, like, I came into church the next day because I was like, yeah, I'm hard, bro. I ain't gonna stay home. Because my parents was like, do you want to stay home? Like, your face looks really jacked up. And I was like, 
and I, I'm good. And I came in, and, uh, and Mr. Ken was like, are you okay, dude? Like, you look like you got into, like, a big scrape. And I was like, yeah, I did. I was like, but I'm here because I'm a warrior. I didn't say that, but, like, in my mind, I was thinking that. I was like, yeah, I'm hard, bro. I'll show up. <laughs> Unless I'm dead, I'm showing up. And I still think that way. The only but- thing that I remember is, like, I remember, of course, my mind always remembers when people BS me, right? But I remember there was one story. So, um, we also, this was back in the days when Wednesday night church was a big thing. Like, I don't know if that's, it doesn't seem like it's it happens too, too much anymore. But, like, we had a Sunday school teacher there, too. I wouldn't say a Sunday school teacher, like a Wednesday night teacher. And uh, that guy was Mr. Ken's brother-in-law. And I just remember him telling a story about, yeah, we were on vacation. And we were looking out over the water. And we saw uh, all these sharks and everything. And we just started praying. And we started praying really hard. And while we were trying to get down there, and we went down there and everybody said, you know, or like we started telling everybody there's sharks in the water. And they wouldn't get out. And so we started praying, like, Lord, please show up the way. And then they finally all decided to get out and all this other stuff. And I was like, what the heck is that? Like, I just remember thinking to myself, oh, yes, because you were standing out looking over a hotel. Like, you could see all these sharks in the water. It's just like, why? But, like, all of a sudden, it's like they just made this decision. Like, oh, you just start praying. And they just like, oh, you know what? I just decide, like, I'm ready to, I'm ready to get on out. You know, and maybe there was more to that story of, like, they started praying. Next thing you know, they looked in the water. Like ever, all the people looked in the water, but like, oh shoot, sharks! Maybe we should get out. I don't know, bro. I think you need to. I think you need to deal with uh, your your issues with Mister Ken. I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go to therapy. We gotta we that, gotta tell know. the one last one, and this will be a continuation part because we can't tell all of it. But I'm gonna use his real name. This guy's name was Bernard. Go for and it. And he was a Sunday school teacher, yeah. and his wife's name was Vicky. And um, he was actually my parents' Sunday school teacher, um, as well as Micah's. Um, but what I distinctly remember about Bernard and Vicky, and this includes Micah's uh, maternal unit, I guess I should say. Uh, but but what I remember is that Vicky came in and she was complaining about how her daughter had gotten sick. And uh, my, Micah's mom maternal unit said well maybe if your daughter put on some more clothes she wouldn't be so sick because she literally wears almost nothing i remember that caused a big beef and caused a big and we're going to disclose it first on the donut box podcast i chickened out on this but we almost sent an email uh from from my mother parental units uh you know email address over to vicky because <laughs> uh, she left she left the computer open with her email up and so we're like bro let's send an email to vicky pretending to be your mom and just starting all this crap and it'd be like yeah i think it started off with like where do you get off or something like that you know um it wasn't it was i chickened out i'll be honest with you um i was like no nah, we shouldn't send it you know, hindsight. Was hindsight, missing. yeah. But it was like, yeah, your daughter is a hussy, and she's just fast, and you need to control <laughs> your daughter. You need to be a better parent and all that good stuff. But uh, I, I do remember, I will say this. My father walked out of Bernard's class because he got so mad because that Sunday, Bernard taught that you could lose your salvation, right? And so my dad, like, he was like, nah, like, that's not true. 
And my dad got mad, and he walked out. And I remember, like, just seeing my dad, like, sitting in the car. Because I think we had already went to the early service, and so then we were going to go to Sunday school and then just go home. And so I remember getting out of Sunday school and being like, why is dad just sitting in the car? And he looked pissed. And my mom told me, it was like, yeah, because Bernard said that you could lose your salvation. Okay. <laughs> Bernard and Ficky's Sunday school class, it was almost like a status thing. Especially when I first started going there. I don't know. That was like, I don't know if churches still have it, but it was like the it Sunday school class. I remember they had the prime time space. It was the little, the little Sunday school room with the windows to it. Dude, their room was like huge. Yeah. Their room was huge. Like it could like it could fit like a small church. It could fit like at least 50 people in there. Yeah, no, for sure. If not more cuz I mean, it was uh it was actually three rooms that had like little dividers in there that you could make into one, but it was always one cuz their Sunday school class was so big. And even when they stopped doing Sunday school, like our church stopped doing Sunday school and went to like small groups. Their Sunday school was still going strong on Sunday morning, bro. Yeah, with uh, and it was all, I wouldn't say it was the same people, but it was a lot of the same people. And uh, what was crazy, too, is we even started having a coffee connection right during that time. Was it during that time? Or I don't even remember now. But it was just like during that time, and people still went to that Sunday school class a lot. It was just definitely that, um, weirdly enough, it was like that status thing. Like, certain people went there. How do I describe it? The gold bracelets of the, <laughs> of the church. You know what I'm talking about? I guess so. It was, like, people from 40 to, like, 60 went, in, went into that class. So, it was, like, kind of the older, upper uh, people. Now, once you're past 60 in retirement age, you would... You you just sat drinking coffee. You didn't even you didn't even go into church. You're like, yeah, I've I've been around. By that time, you have some other job like Frank Barone with ushering, and uh, you get out of it. Um, but yeah, so we'll have to continue on some characters because we have plenty of those we could tap into. Season three, we're divulging everything. No, I'm just kidding. All right, Chris. So our next segment is the Jelly Donut, or this week we got a different segment. What's up? So it's called. You fell off. Damn! You done fell off. Oh, yeah. This is about people, places, things that done fell off. And I'm going to say this. I talked yeah. to Mike about this. Ludacris, you done fell off, my man. Yeah, what is the? I I'll let you go. I'll let you go, but jeez. Ludacris used to be all like, yeah, get out the way. Get out the way. When you see me on the highway, get out of my way. Saying, you know what? If you don't get out of my way, I'm going to drop you. Ludacris used to be about cars about money, used to be a thug thing. I understand. Rap battles? Yep, I understand that he did the Fast and the Furious series. I understand the man's trying to, you know, make a good living. But this fool is now in a Disney Christmas cheesy movie. And I watched the trailer for this movie, and I said, Ludacris, bro, like, you done, you done fell off. Like, it looked like a Hallmark movie. It looks like a very bad B-rated movie. And I get it. Snoop Dogg, like, tried to make himself relevant. Snoop Dogg has gone on the straight and narrow. Like, I get it. But he's still relevant. Like, you still like, oh, that's Snoop Dogg. Like, Snoop Dogg hasn't changed. He could be in a Martha Stewart commercial and be like, yeah, he's still a gangster. He's still a G. But you see Ludacris in this little white people Christmas movie, and you're like, oh, my gosh, dude. And he's just making the same face the whole time. Like, like, like. Are you for real? Like, he's making that face the whole movie. And I'm just like, bro, Ludacris, you done fell off. What happened to you, bro? What happened to you? 
Dang, man. That's sad. You know who else? You know what else dumb fell off? USAA. USAA, you done fell off, bro. Now, I know I'm talking about insurance, and USAA is for a limited, like, people you either have to have served in the military or be related or married to someone that serves in the military. And USAA used to have really good service. And their prices were pretty good. But they be jacking like top they be notch. jacking them prices up like the best. sky high. Like and it's like they, they don't let you know about it. And it's like, bro, is this how you're treating your, your veterans or like veterans family members? And then you try to call and talk to them about it. Bro, they give you the runaround. They're I feel like they just got under new management and like they just don't care anymore. And it's like, dude, like you are like for what you're providing, like, dude, you you are like jacking the rates sky high through the roof. Some fell off you fell USA. Off. What's going on? I've got a neighbor who works for him too, and apparently, yeah, I they bet. Hate it, so. Last person that you don't fell off, and Micah can attest to this a little bit. John Cena, you don't fell off, my man. You used to be the doctor of thugonomics, bro. You used to be like, I'd be like, yeah, you're cool. But now I get it. You just came back into the wrestling. Arena, first of all, bro, you need to get that bald spot covered up because it's bad. If y'all ain't seen... It's bad. They have it covered up in the movies and in the commercials, but John Cena wrestling, dude, his bald spot is bad, bad, bad. And every time he... He needs to keep that hat on. He needs to keep the hat on. Every time he comes back into the ring, I get it. I know wrestling is scripted, but he's losing every match. Every, I'm like, John Cena, can you at least win one? And now you're doing these goofy kids movies. You're do I granted he did Fred like back in 2014. But you're doing these awful commercials with the bull. Like, it's just bad. You just I just feel like he turned into like a puppet. I feel like that's what he turned into. And I'm like, this is not the John Cena of old. This isn't the you can't see me, John Cena. Oh, I can see you, John Cena. I can see you, and I don't like what I'm seeing. It's like Samson losing his hair. Once he started losing his hair, he started losing himself. Exactly. And then I haven't seen it, but I heard that he was like in, um, I guess, racy scenes with like Amy Schumer or something. And I was like, he was like full on, you know, getting it on with Amy Schumer. And I'm like, Bro, like, I thought you were supposed to be a family man. Like, you were, you're supposed to be a role model for kids. Like, don't be doing movies. Like, I can't, I shouldn't tell you what to do and what not to do with your career, but it's like, bro. But that's just like, nasty, though. You can't, you can't be building yourself up as this role model for kids and then, like, kind of tear that down. I don't Throw know. that all away for Amy Schumer? Business is business, I guess. But yeah, those people done fell off. We're going to move into the donut hole. And buddy, do I have a quiz for you? Yeah, what's the quiz? Well, since tis the season to be jolly, uh, I have some Christmas movie trivia for you. Now, how good are you on your Christmas movies? We're going to try our best. I think I'm fairly decent. I've seen a good amount. I mean, traditional, right? Yeah, most of them are pretty true. I didn't throw any that are like obscure, like Four Christmases. Or Christmas with the Cranks, or like Fred Claus, like those are kind of like they're Christmas movies, but they're not like traditional Christmas movies. I tried to keep them traditional. So you ready for our Christmas uh, movie trivia? Have you seen National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation? Yes, I have. Yeah. Do, do you like that movie? I, I do. Number one, how many lights were on the Griswold house in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation? Oh. A twenty thousand. B, 30,000, C, 25,000, 
or D, 35,000? It was 30,000, I think. Ah, uh, man, you were almost there. 25,000. 25,000, okay. Yeah. No, it's okay. I just didn't remember this the specifics but yeah all right what is the name of the fictional movie that kevin watches and uses to deceive the bandits in the first home alone what's the name of the fictional movie a merry christmas you filthy animal b angels with filthy souls c a mobster christmas or d no country for christmas a mobster christmas maybe? it's actually ain't angels with filthy souls angels with filthy souls that makes sense it, I just know it was a mob movie. That's all I know. Is it AC I love that movie. It's funny. It's crazy that they made that <laughs> whole movie up. Yeah, just, just for that scene. It's pretty nuts. It's pretty good for... Yeah. Anyways. All right. Have you watched, like, the Claymation, like, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and Santa Claus is Coming to yeah. Town? All right. Yeah. Granted, it's been a long time, but yeah. And Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, what does Hermie wish he was instead of an elf? A, a dentist... B, Santa, C, a policeman, or D, a reindeer trainer? Why do I not remember this one? Um, yeah, I don't remember this at all. Hold on. No, no, no. It was a policeman, right? It was actually a dentist. I don't remember that. Apparently, it's been a while. All right. Uh, I think you'll get this one. What is the name of the head elf in the movie The Santa Claus? A, Barnaby. B. Benjamin, C. Barabbas, or D. Bernard? Uh, it's Bernard. Yes, it is. Speaking of Bernard, we just talked about that guy. All right. Have you seen Jingle All the Way? I think so. Which one? Who's the... That's with, Ar that's with Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, I haven't He's actually. Guy. Okay, well, do your best to guess it. All right. In, G in Jingle All the Way, which toy is the dad trying to get for his son? A. A remote control car. B, an action figure, C, a BB gun, or D, a rocket ship. So he's on the hunt to try to find a, a uh, Christmas gift for his son that he really wants on Christmas Eve. What was that Christmas gift? <laughs> Man, if it was a Christmas story, I'd say BB gun, but I know it's not that. A remote control car, an action figure, a BB gun, or a rocket ship? A uh, rocket ship. It's actually an action figure. Turbo Man. Oh, man. Turbo Man. Here you go. Okay. Let's see if you can get one right. Uh, what were the nicknames of the thieves in the first Home Alone? What was their nicknames? A. The Wet Bandits. B. The Sticky Bandits. C. The Max Mask Bandits. Or D. The Dark Bandits. The Wet Bandits. Yeah. Um. Actually, this is the second one I've gotten. I've gotten both Home Alone ones right. Apparently. Apparently, I know my Home Alone. Oh, you got the you got the Home Alone one wrong. Because you said a mobster Christmas, but it was Angels for Filthy Soul. Oh, that's right. That's right. But you got, but the Sticky Bandits is what they wanted to be in the second one. So You know, Joe Pesci's probably like my favorite actor of all time. I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. you're good. You're good. Yeah, he's pretty He's pretty good. I, I heard it was very hard for him to not cuss in that movie. I can imagine so. Just, just his nature. Anyways. How many sizes too small is the Grinch's heart? How many sizes too small is the Grinch's heart? A3... B, 4, C, 5, or D, 2? 3. Uh, it's actually 2. His heart grew 3 sizes, but his heart was 2 sizes too small. I got confused. Right, yeah, we're good. I know you love this movie. Uh, the main character in the Polar Express can't hear what? A, elves singing. B, the train whistle. C, Santa's sleigh bells. Or D, reindeer's flying. Santa's sleigh bells, because he... Yeah, I kind of... 
I hate that movie. I'm not gonna lie, bro. I kind of hate that movie. It's just to me, it's slow, and I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't like it either. A lot of people do, and if you like it, cool. But yeah, I, I don't care for it at all. All right, in Santa, in the Santa Claus Two, Scott Calvin goes on a date where the woman sings a song. Which song does his date sing? A. I feel like a woman by Shania Twain. B. I will always love you by Whitney Houston. C. Let's get physical by Olivia Newton-John. Or D. Dancing Queen by Abba. Dang! I haven't seen that movie in so long. What? So he goes. He goes, he on, he goes the on the with date that. with Molly Shannon. Was was it? And she's like weird, and she sings. The was song. it Dancing Queen? No, it's I feel like a woman by no, Shania Twain. I feel like a woman. Yeah. yeah. I have not seen that movie in so long. Yeah. This one has five and... choices. Okay. I just threw an extra choice in there. What was the highest grossing movie Christmas movie of all time? The highest grossing Christmas movie of all time. A Christmas Vacation. B The Santa Claus. C Jim Carrey's The Grinch That Stole Christmas. D the Polar Express or E Home Alone. I'm gonna say the Grinch. Jim Carrey's. It's actually Home Alone. It was Home Alone, really. So a movie from the '90s still holds that. Yep, it still holds that, man. I don't know what it was. Maybe it was released on Thanksgiving week. I don't know what it is, but yeah, a lot of people went out to the movie theaters to go see that movie. I guess. Apparently, well, I know this much. Apparently, I am bad at Christmas movie trivia, but hey, it is what it it's is. It's okay, bro. But you know what? You're not bad at. What fries your donuts, Michael? What fries your donuts this week? i tell you what. It's hard to be mad at something that pisses you off. I'm going to be specific, as usual. What fries my donuts is social media algorithms. Do you see what they're pumping out to us, Chris? And so, my big thing, my main one is Instagram, right? I like scrolling through Instagram, and normally there's pictures and whatnot. And, you know, if you scroll through my, and Chris will tell you, if you scroll through my Instagram, there's a common theme. Planes and sports. Planes and sports. That's about what it is. So you tell me why I'm starting to get, and it's not starting to get. I get some weird stuff. I don't know about you, Chris. What fries my donuts is I'm starting to get these videos from sweatshops somewhere in Asian countries where it's talking about, oh, and it'll be this uh, this harsh-looking Asian woman standing behind this person working on some sort of press, you know, very, very fast. And she's standing there, and, you, and it's like, oh, this person was 20 minutes late. I docked them pay and now they're mad. Why in the heck am I seeing this? It's like, then I scroll down another one. Then it's some dude in India serving street curry with their bare hand or mixing it with their bare hand and scooping it into bowls. Yeah, that's real appetizing. Now I want to eat my lunch I just prepared. Now I'm, you know, resting. Uh, anyway, so then I scroll down to the next one. Not that that was bad enough. Then it's like cows or animals with some sort of medical problem. You know, they got some sort of swollen gland and it's like, let me cut into this and squeeze and pus out. Why is this on my feed? That's my question. Then we keep on scrolling down. And then I get some random capital loan firm where they have all these characters. And listen, and by this point, it comes up on my feed so much. I'm like weirdly invested because every time one of these dudes make a sale... They have to go and hit this little gong, right? And they all have little nicknames. Like, there's one called Edward Snowden, and he looks like Edward Snowden. Then there's Nice Guy Tony. You know, this place looks like it's in some back alley somewhere. It looks sketchy as mess, but it's just like, yeah, this this guy funded somebody. I'm like, what the heck is this? 
Why am I getting this crap? And especially this time of year. You know what I'm getting? I'm getting two things primarily. Protests from around the world. People spraying paint on buildings and stuff. And it's like, this was a climate protest. I don't need to see that. I don't really care. Then the other thing is, I'm watching all these people. There's so many fail videos about people frying turkeys and forgetting to defaw them. It's like, bro, I get it. You're an idiot. And you forgot to defaw your turkey. And now you're about to set your whole house on fire. I understand that. But that's all over the place. All I'm saying is, social media, start pumping out what I like. Planes and football. I'm a very simple guy. You're really screwing this up. I'm like, well, what what have y'all been talking about at your house, bro? Because that thing be listening like a mug. I know Facebook does for sure. Because when I start watching um, wrestling, because I watch it like the day after. And so if I watch like uh, Monday Night Raw and I'm in the middle of it, it it'll start pop popping up on my Facebook like what the next segment is or like something pertaining to what I just watched. And it's like, bro, like I literally just watched this or I'm about I'm watching this and it already spoils it for me. So I have to like stay off on all social media if so I can still be surprised. But I don't like that that thing's listening. So I'm like, bro, like what did you click on something or like even if you just kind of hover over something for like two seconds, then that stuff will start popping up into your feed. I promise. And see what I think it is, is here at my place, um, I've got some different um, Internet configuration setups. And so I'm wondering if it's basically like it doesn't know what to filter me ad-wise. So it just starts pumping me everything that they think I might be into. Food from India, you know, veterinary stuff, uh, some weird capital loan thing, protests, sweatshops in China. <laughs> you know, I don't I don't know. Maybe they just think that it's like I don't know what they, he wants to watch, but... It's like, we'll, we'll pump out some stuff to them. But it's just a weird, it's a weird array of stuff. Oh, the other thing, too, is, like, people climbing towers. Like, really tall, like, free climbing towers and things like that. It's like, bro, that stuff trips me out. I don't like seeing that, being thousands of feet up with uh, no safety net. But, yeah, man, pretty crazy. I don't like that social media listens either. Uh, there's plenty of evidence of that, unfortunately. Yeah, I don't like it, man. But, I mean, again, it's... It's interactive. The algorithm is taking over. And, bro, again, I just don't like that everything now is like you have to figure out the algorithm so you can make your videos just hit right. And I'm like, I don't like that. Like, I don't like how social media has become a business. I don't like that. I mean, granted, like, again, now every kid doesn't want to be a doctor or a lawyer when they grow up. They want to be a YouTuber. So, like, there's nothing wrong with that. But it's like it's crazy how that whole career has just become open it's like people want to do what we used to just like you mess around and do on the video editor like they want to do those videos and for a living and it's like bro we used to just mess around and like just film that for fun like we didn't try to do it and make money off of it we didn't even know you could make money off of it it wasn't a possibility back then at least so pretty crazy stuff but yeah man um we live in interesting times, but I'm, I don't like how intrusive it is, for sure. But yeah, man, on to a more happy note. Are you ready to do our improv segment? Let's do it, man. Man, it's our mystery donut, which is our improv segment. This week, we're going to be say, doing bad sermons. Dun! Or, you know, you got to have the little keyboard. Dun! Yeah. Yeah. I said we're doing bad sermons. So how it's going to work is... Micah and I, I think we should do, uh, I pick two for you and then you pick two for me. And so we'll go back and forth. But what we'll do is we'll pick either an object 
or like a topic and that person has to come up with a a sermon about that and to see how it goes because there are some people that they can turn anything into a sermon i did that the other day <laughs> and i was just like it's it's funny it's funny so i have to preface this by saying we are not making fun of religion we're not making fun of jesus uh none of the things that we say reflect our views or the views of trash can tv or anybody or business that we're it's all a joke people with. it's all a joke yeah it's all a joke people it's all a joke so i got the first one for you all right okay let's see let's hear your uh your item is an air fryer yeah you got to make a sermon out of that oh lord jesus and i tell you the lord came before me and he said buy this air fryer because it's got the three speeds it can get to 375 in two seconds. You can have the the blade spinning to the Lord's head. It's gonna bless your chicken. It's gonna bless your fish. It's gonna bless your fries. And most of all, it's gonna bless your family with the nourishment to your body and the body to his service. Not to yours, but to his. Alright, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Alright, what is my uh, topic or my item? A pencil sharpener. Oh, Pencil sharpener. All right, I got it. See, it says in Matthew <laughs> that you gotta be <laughs> as cunning as serpents, <laughs> but as harmless as doves. <laughs> and some of y'all, <laughs> you're trying to write <laughs> with a dull pencil. <laughs> you're trying to write, <laughs> but there ain't nothing there, and that's what your life is like <laughs> when you're trying to take God out of it. But you gotta connect to the Holy Spirit <laughs> and let Him be your pencil sharpener. As iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. And just like this sharpener sharpens his pencil so it can write, unless you got somebody to help sharpen you, you ain't gonna be writing nothing. Some of you trying to write some checks that you can't cash because you ain't sharp. You dull as this pencil. And if you want to write a check, go ahead and sharpen that pencil and make it out to Brother Jeremy uh, Ministries. <laughs> I don't know why I said Jeremy. I don't know great. why I said Jeremy, but it just kind of came great. <laughs> All right, ministry. brother. Uh, not cr- not crazy, Jeremy. Yep. All right, brother. <laughs> All right. What's next, my next uh, object is a Christmas tree. Christmas that should tree. be. Easy. And just like a, this Christmas tree, it lights up your room. You need to be the light, and the and the and the forefront of God. I tell you, I went to a place this week and I saw some of you in there and you weren't the light that God needed you to be. You weren't that strong pillar with your roots in the ground and you didn't smell of citrus or whatever the green smell is on that tree. You didn't smell of life. You smelled of death. You smelled of rotten fish, because you're, you're drawing from the wrong pond. You've got your waters tapped in through the roots the wrong way. And the Lord says, you don't need to be on that. What you need, what you need is the waters of life. And what you need is to be plugged into the wall of Jesus. Not in the wall of no power. Because uh, don't you know, oh, we've all been plugged into the wall of the devil where there's no power. You need to be plugged into the wall and to be that light. And furthermore, 
you need to be your highest form of yourself. Just like the angel on top of that tree, you need to be the ascended version of yourself and be the angel to your family. To be the angel to your co-workers. To be the angel to your church. To be the angel to your community. That was pretty good. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know you were going to go a whole other way with the angel, but that was pretty good. Alright, last one. What is what is my uh, last one? Trash can. A trash can. Oh, okay. Alright. <laughs> See, Jesus said that whatever you put in is going to come out. And some of you are like this trash can. You keep putting junk in there. You keep putting them rotten apple cores in there. You keep putting bad relationships in there. You keep putting bad financial decisions in there. And you're a trash can. And you wonder why you're starting to spell. And you wonder you starting to speak. And you know what happens if you don't have the right garbage can in there? The right trash bag? You start to leak. Because that trash starts leaking. And it starts smelling. And it starts, you gotta fumigate your whole house and your whole apartment. Because you done left the bad stuff in. And you kept it all out. So instead of being a trash can, be a recycling container. Because guess what? God can take that bad trash. And he can recycle it. And he can make you new. You can be a new creation in Christ Jesus. Can I get an amen? Amen, Jesus. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I did not. Hey man, that recycling thing just came to me. It was that's like great. That was good. I said it and I was like, oh yeah, that's good. All right, again, I have to say this so that we do not get in trouble or get sued. None of these opinions are our real opinions. We're not making fun of church. It's meant to be comedic. We love Jesus. Uh, and this is not reflect the views of Micah, Chris, Trash Can, or its affiliates or their workplaces. We are yeah. going to move into our eclair, which is our positive advice of Michael. I'll let you start. So, uh, I had a weird epiphany the other day, and, um, have you ever left your sunglasses on your head, or just your regular glasses on your head, and you'd be looking for them, and looking for them everywhere, and you just like, oh man, I have no clue where they are, and then you realize they're on your head, and you feel like an idiot. No, I've never had that happen. I've had my keys in, I've had, I've had my keys in my hand, and be like, where are my Lucky keys? you then. And then they're <laughs> in my hand, but yeah. Yeah, I have this habit of doing it, where I put my sunglasses on my head, and anyways... But uh, just like when that happens, sometimes you forget about the, the people that are closest to you in your life, right? Um, they're, they're such a necessity to you, and you, you carry them around with you, and you forget about them sometimes, and they're really so close to you. But unfortunately, you don't use them for the right purpose, right? And what I mean by that is, say I put my sunglasses on top of my head, and you know I'm walking around, and I totally forget that they're there. And I walk out in the sun and go, geez, I really need my sunglasses right now. And I totally forget that they're up there, or... You know, maybe if I, I even know, there's even been times where I'll know that I'm up there, but my brain just doesn't click to put them down. You know, same thing with your loved ones, same thing with people that you're close to. Is sometimes you forget, you know, they can be useful and that they're right there um, to help and that you can uh, ask, ask them for help and that it's okay to do so. And uh, I'm talking to myself because it's hard to do that sometimes. It's really easy to want to be self-reliant, but... Uh, like I said, sometimes it's easy to forget the people that are closest to you are just right there to be able to help you. So That is so true. And uh, mine kind of uh, piggybacks onto that. We're coming up on the holiday season, and a lot of people start stressing out about buying so many gifts and buying gifts for everybody, and they go into debt and like because they want to spend so much money. And it's like, dude, like um, I know – and it's hard for me because you're like, oh, man, this person got me a gift. Uh, I should get them something. But a gift is that. Like a gift is something that is without strings attached and you don't have to go 
all out for everybody, you know. Of course, the people that are closest to you, yeah, I want to make sure that they, you know, have nice gifts and stuff. But, like, even just baking them something or, you know, think about, like, maybe if you don't have a lot of money, think about making somebody something or baking them something or, you know, encouraging them. Because people um, don't really remember what they got for Christmas, but they remember the memories, right? And so, like, whether it's taking someone out to lunch or maybe it's just like, hey, like, we're going to make this memory together. We're going to buy a colored by numbers and we're going to paint together. Like, that's a pretty cheap thing. Um, so it doesn't have to be expensive. Just know that um, during Christmas, the whole reason for Christmas is about giving, but also about, you know, receiving, uh, you know, Jesus and all that good stuff. So it's not all about the gifts. Um, so don't don't try to kill yourself making sure you got all your shopping list done. That's all I got to say about that. Something else, too, man. Um, it can be something even as small as it's weird nowadays. Everything is so digital and that's cool. But, um, you know, giving somebody a framed photo of you and them um, could be a great gift, too, because that's not something that's given too often. Yeah, that's, that's not something gift. that's given too often. And it's actually quite inexpensive. I mean, you can go to I hate to sound cheap, but you can actually go to the dollar store, find some cheap, good looking, you know, frames and go get it printed out at like CVS or Walgreens for pretty cheap and makes a great gift too. Um, but yeah, tvtrashcan.com, tvtrashcan.com. Yeah, go check out our YouTube. Got a whole bunch of videos up there, streaming, all that good jazz. Um, it's been a crazy time. Um, I can't believe the holidays are coming up so quick. That's what's, and I mean, I, I say holidays coming up. We're actually technically in the holiday season technically after thanksgiving christmas is right around the corner and you guys know what that means we get to do a christmas episode those are always my favorite like the christmas episodes man like the first christmas episode we did that's probably on my top two so i think it's it's one of the ones that i'm i'm most proud of so yeah man tvtrashcan.com right yeah tvtrashcan.com and uh go check us out and in the meantime Keep on listening. We really appreciate you. I guess we can take this donut box out of the trash. Let's do it. All right. I'm Micah. I'm Chris. And this has been the Donut Box Podcast.